0: It's beginning to look a lot like a Hi guys, welcome back to Suspect. It is your host, Katie. I'm low-key a little pissed off at myself because I started recording and I was talking for like 10 minutes. And I fucking realized I did not hit the fucking record button. And I don't know what's wrong with me, but I'm pissed off at myself about it. So, just had to start this over um god dang it why did I do that anyways hi guys it's Katie I feel like I forget to say that every week like I always mention like hey welcome back to suspect but I never say my name and we have some new listeners so hi guys welcome if you're new to suspect I am so happy to have you here and I appreciate you tuning in I'm your host Katie and this is my True crime slash comedy. I'm kind of funny, not really. Podcast. Um, (laughs) If you are joining us for the very first time, um, every week we dive into a new case. We talk about, you know, what the system did wrong, what they could have done better, um, what went wrong with the investigation, all kinds of things. We pick apart the case literally together. So it's not just one of those podcasts where I go on Wikipedia and redo what. They say, I'm also going to give you my very detailed opinion, and if you are a returning listener, you know my opinions are very detailed, and that's fine. I think that we should all have our own opinions, and there's nothing wrong with that. So yeah, again, I wanted to make sure to say hi and welcome to all the new listeners. I did notice that we had some, um, some new followers on Instagram, some new people in the Facebook group. So, hi, I appreciate all of you supporting in whatever way that is. Um, yeah, you guys are like my little family. So, you guys keep coming back every week to listen to me talk. And I fucking appreciate it. And it baffles me. <laughs> it fucking baffles me, you know. I think I'm funny, but, you know, it's nice to see other people do too. So, <laughs> um, so again, if you are new... Basically we do a case every week. I do Reddit episodes as well where basically I go on Reddit and I find like a Reddit thread where somebody's asked like a fucked up question or like what's the most fucked up Halloween memory you have or whatever the case may be and I just read down that thread through the comments and they're really funny and they're laid back and yeah that's what today's episode's going to be so I know in the last episode I mentioned that I was going to be doing a case in the next episode, but you guys know with Thanksgiving just ending and getting back into the routine this week, I decided that, you know, I still wanted to record, but I didn't really feel like sitting and taking notes for an hour, hour and a half. So yes, a Reddit episode. I got some good stuff for you guys today. Before we do any kind of case or Reddit episode, we always do, you know, kind of, What's new, maybe what new TV shows I've checked out that you guys might be into, new books, podcasts, and then some current events as well. So if any of you listening ever have any current events or recommendations that you would like the audience to hear about, you can be sure to send those over to me at Podcast on Instagram. Check the DMs daily. Um, you can also, through Suspect Podcast Instagram, find my personal, where you can also DM me there as well. I check those as well every day. So yeah, you guys can reach me on Instagram. That's my most like reliable, I would say, where you're going to hear from me a lot quicker. But also in the Instagram bios, you can find the emails for both my personal and the podcast. But for the podcast, it's suspectpodcast1 at gmail.com. So Anything you want to say to me, any kind of stories, any recommendations, any cases you want to hear, any crazy Reddit threads that you find, crazy Twitter threads, send them to me. We'll fucking talk about them. So again, like I mentioned, Thanksgiving just ended. Well, two weeks ago now. I'm a little late. Like I said, I've been getting back into a routine. But yeah, I hope all of you had a good Thanksgiving and that you enjoyed if you got to spend time with your family, the time with your family. I mentioned to you guys that I was staying home, so I just cooked. And low-key, low-key, guys, I was pretty proud of myself. It all tasted good, and I tried some new recipes that I had never done before. Yeah, I don't know. I just felt very, like, I was like, this is it. This is it. I have reached peak adulthood. I just cooked myself a Thanksgiving dinner. But low-key, I also understand why, like, my grandma and the women in my family be grumpy as – Crap on Fridays. <laughs> I don't know if they listen to this grumpy shit on Fridays the day after Thanksgiving because standing in that cooking, ugh, standing in that kitchen and cooking for like six to eight hours, you wake up the next day feeling like you were at Planet Fitness for like a fucking, like you were at Planet Fitness for like a solid fucking four hours. I woke up the next day feeling like I had literally lifted weights and ran on the treadmill and fucking did squats, like all of it. I feel like I had a full workout the next day. And I didn't. I was just moving stuff to and from the oven. (laughs) But my arms hurt and mixing bowls and all kinds of shit. So, but yeah, I had a good Thanksgiving. I hope all of you guys did. If you have any crazy family stories or family conversations that happened at family dinner on Thanksgiving, let me know. I'm like the person in my family that like, (laughs) I like to stir shit and not stir shit up. I'm not like starting drama or anything at Thanksgiving or any kind of holiday, but like I like to get the conversations going, you know, like I like to see how far I can push in a conversation, like what kind of shit my family is willing to talk about. So the last Thanksgiving, we definitely talked about serial killers, and I think my family was like a little uncomfortable, but then they like <laughs> got used to, it. I don't know, it's so funny, but that's the kind of person I am. What kind of weird shit can I talk about in front of my grandparents, and what are they going to say? <laughs> like. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, I miss my family. I wish I could have seen them for Thanksgiving. But I really hope that all of you listening got to spend time with your family. It's so, so crucial. So, ah, family, love them. Love them, especially if they're close to you. Enjoy the time you get to spend with them. So, you guys know I like to recommend a TV show. I'm always watching new TV shows, trying to find different things. They're always different genres, but... My TV show that I'm gonna to recommend to you guys is Listen Drumroll. The new Gossip Girl. Listen, 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 Linda. Okay. If you haven't seen The Old Gossip Girl, you could still watch this new Gossip Girl. You just not you just might not understand like some of the references, you know, because they do like reference, you know, things that happened in the original. But Ladies and gentlemen, I know when they remake TV shows, sometimes they're like corny and not good. It's either good or corny, like Degrassi, corny, the new one, the old one, fire, but this is not like that. This one is actually really good. Obviously, it's like more modern day with like the 21, more modern day with like the 2021 time era, time period, whatever. So they have, like, stuff about Black Lives Matter and, like, talking about, like, politics and social media and just all kinds of stuff. So definitely recommend to check it out. It is different from the first one, but it is nice. And the two main characters in the show are two strong black leads, black women, and we love that. So go check it out. I definitely support. I think there's nine episodes in the first season, and it is a lot more, almost like provocative than the first one was, because the first one you just kind of like assumed like what was going on, um, but this one like then it's it's a little more, it's a little more. So don't watch it, don't watch it with the youngins. But it definitely is good, and I recommend it to check it out. I think I have like fifteen minutes left in the last episode, and I'm so sad, I'm trying to save it because you guys know how it is when you find a TV show you like and then you have to look for something else. And I I normally don't look for anything else. I let it, like, come to me or, like, someone tells me about it. Um, so usually that's, like, my time period to, like, watch documentaries. And I do have a new documentary I want to watch. I do. I'm not going to talk about it here because I'm going to do the next episode on this specific case and documentary probably. But, Yeah. That's my time period where I, like, catch up on the documentaries that maybe I started and didn't finish or series of documentaries, whatever. But definitely check out Gossip Girl. Let me know what you guys think. I do think it's good. I do. I'm not going to lie. I hope they come out with a season, too. I will say that. So, anyways, check it out. Let me know what you guys think. Definitely recommend Another recommendation that I did have was a podcast, and it's called Cure for Chronic Pain. And if you listen to My Favorite Murder, you definitely have heard, um, I think it's Georgia possibly talk about the podcast. Um, But I think that I started listening to it because she she recommended it, and it is like My bubble bath time podcast is so like, I don't know, therapeutic because she's a therapist. So it's just like very therapeutic to listen to her speak. And she has like a very calm tone voice. She speaks nice and steady. So I don't know. I appreciate it. Um, It's the cure for chronic pain with Nicole Sachs. And yeah, so all the episodes are different, just like different emotions and stuff that we have, maybe different ways that you can work through them and different ways that those emotions can affect your body if you hold them in, basically, instead of trying to work on them. So um, I listened to a really good one. Let me see. Let me scroll down here. Um, I listened to one episode 155, Trauma Responses and Freedom from Anxiety. That one was really good um there's another one I listened to recently oh the traumatic effects of anger that one was my favorite I sent that to a couple people in my family I was like yeah you should should check this out but just how anger can affect us in different ways like over time especially if we're not dealing with it if we're not trying to even like understand it or trying to move on from it or you know whatever the case may be so I definitely recommend like I said that is the podcast I listen to when I get in the bubble bath I'm chilling, relaxing. And, you know, sometimes I listen to music or I listen to a Bachelor podcast. But when I'm just feeling like I've been overwhelmed or I've had, like, a weird week or a weird day or, like, whatever the case may be, I put that podcast on. And, like, I don't know. I honestly feel better. It's like I just walked into a therapy session. And then after I get out of the bath, I'm like, oh, okay. I can do this. You're right, Nicole. <laughs> so, yeah. I'll um. So yeah, obviously as well, check that out and let me know what you guys think. I've already, uh, blah, blah, blah. I've already recommended that podcast to a few of my friends and they have said that they've liked it. So let me know if you guys like it. I love it. I think they release new or she releases new episodes weekly as well. So that's definitely something nice to look forward to. You guys know what I've been thinking about lately. So, if you know me personally, you know before I started the podcast that I was kind of vlogging on YouTube and posting them. And this was like three years ago, guys. But I kind of last night was chilling and I was like, I should watch my old vlogs. So, I started to watch some of them. And, you guys, low-key I was fucking on to something I'm not even bullshitting I was funny and Gabby's in a lot of them so they were just like really funny you know but um I think that I might start it back up or at least attempt to I don't know I I recorded like a like a little 20 second video of me walking into a store today um that I could potentially use but yeah, so I don't know. I'm thinking about starting up the vlog, though. So if any of you have watched them, <laughs> let me know if you think I should. I did a little poll on Instagram, and it's at 100% right now. So the people that have watched them, like, obviously enjoyed them. But I don't know. I have I, I think I did post a couple when I was here in Colorado, but it was, like, right when the pandemic hit and, like, right when shit was popping off. So... I just kind of never started or never continued them, I mean. And then right when the pandemic started is when I started the podcast. And then you guys obviously know Suspect is my baby. I love this podcast. I love my listeners. I love doing this every week. wish I could do this as my full-time job. Like, I just love it. I love digging into all this shit, talking about random shit, giving my opinion on shit. So, yeah, I don't know. The podcast took my main priority I guess prior or over the YouTube channel so but maybe we will start the YouTube channel up again I don't know feeling a little then a little ready to do that they are funny though the vlogs are funny I posted like a little clip on my Instagram today of like like a three second video of one of my vlogs and it made me laugh I was like low-key top-tier comedy and I didn't even realize it just being natural. Just have the camera on. <laughs> I know you guys probably want to see my old logs, but I'll post the link to them if I decide to start it up again. If I don't, then I'm not going to post the link, but I'll let you guys know. I'll let you know. Okay, so before we jump into the Reddit episode for today, there is a current event that just happened... Um, that I want to talk about, so I'm sure a lot of you have heard of this, especially if you're from Florida, Jacksonville, this happened in Jacksonville where I'm from. So I'm sure you've heard about it. It was probably all over channel four news. So this, um, information that I'm going to be referencing today is from six South Florida news, former UCF NFL player shot and killed by own father in Florida. So we're just going to read through the article. Um, So basically what happens is this former football player, he played at UCF for the, or that's in Orlando, Florida, for those of you who don't know, the UCF Knights, Um, and he was at an NFL training camp, was allegedly shot and killed by his own father late. Sorry if you guys hear stuff in the background. I don't really know if somebody's cleaning my hallway or what's going on. So, Monday night, which was, so this was posted on November 30th. So, basically what happens is, Otis Anderson Jr., 23, killed late Monday night during an argument with his father, Otis Lee Anderson, who's 52, at his parents' home in Jacksonville, Florida. So basically they get into this fight that had apparently started after Otis Jr.'s father was bitten by a dog that was belonging to his girlfriend. So they get into like this verbal fight and his mother urges him to go back upstairs. Anderson's father and mother then begin arguing and senior Anderson flips over a recliner causing Anderson Jr. to come back downstairs to check on his mother, obviously, according to the arrest report. So then Anderson Jr. basically starts arguing with his father, and the part of the report describing the shooting was blacked out, but it said that Anderson had a gunshot wound to his chest and his back. NBC affiliate WTLV-TV reported that Anderson's mother, Denise, was also shot. His father was arrested on Tuesday morning and faces two counts of second-degree murder, the station reports. So Otis Anderson Jr. spent four years with the UCF Knights, scoring 23 touchdowns while accounting for over 3,200 yards as a running back. He spent his time with the NFL's Los Angeles Rams, but he was cut in September. In a tweet, University of Tennessee head football coach Josh Hupel, who coached Anderson at UCF, said that he was saddened and stunned by his death. Tough and gritty, fun and full of laughter, he made such a positive impact on our university, community, and our locker room, Herpel said. He was an unbelievable teammate. So Otis Anderson Jr. is not related to Anderson Sr., who became the first running back in the University of Miami to run for over a 1,000 yards in a season and a first-team All-American. They are not related. I thought that they were when I first looked it up. I was like, oh, my fucking God, what? But no, they are not related. So, yeah, awful. I mean, this. I saw this, like, the next morning, and I was just like, oh, my fucking God. Like, this poor, young, young man. Um, it's an awful situation. Awful, awful situation. And we send his mom all the love in peace and we hope that she heals quickly um, mentally and physically so if you guys want more information on that case you can definitely look that up but I definitely obviously wanted to discuss that one because that's bucked up and crazy and awful but two, because that obviously happened in my hometown so (sighs) definitely go check that out and send some support in any way that you can. Okay, so jumping into today's episode, like I said, we're going to be doing a Reddit episode today. So I went on Reddit and I looked up holiday horror stories. And basically, I just found a bunch of things that people said happened at their family's houses on Thanksgiving. Some of them are funny, some of them are kind of weird, um, and some of them are scary. So I hope you guys like when I do these. I really do like these. I think they're kind of relaxed and they make me laugh, so... This one was posted seven years ago by a username that was deleted. So it says, A few years back, I went to my dad's house for Christmas. My parents are divorced, and I barely go, but my siblings put a lot of pressure on me, so I went. It took about 15 minutes before the stress got to me and I had a migraine. So we all sit down to open presents, dad, his new wife, my siblings, crazy aunt, and my grandmother. We make it around the circle, opening presents for about two rounds before my grandmother just gets up and leaves the room. My father starts fiddling around, waiting for my grandmother to come back and spot something on the floor. It appears to be cat puke. He asked his wife if it, in, if it was indeed cat puke, but she had gotten up and followed my grandmother out, who knew the truth. It was not cat puke. It was my grandmother's poop and the lady had pooped all over the couch. It doesn't take long before we can smell the poop and no amount of air freshener was fixing that. My grandma comes back into the room wearing nothing but a blanket around her lower half. The couch is covered with plastic and towels. My little sister is forced to sit next to my grandmother and we are all expected to sit nicely and open more presents while pretending that my grandmother had not just pooped all over the couch. Also, the next day, my tooth exploded. Apparently, I had an abscess tooth, but I never felt a thing at all until it exploded. Oh my fucking gosh, bro. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. Um, grandma would have had to have dementia, to be honest, for me not to have said anything. That is crazy. Could you imagine, like... First of all, grandma being naked weird, but second of all, we got plastic all over the couch because this bitch just shit all over. I'm not, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know that you're, I know that's grandma, but come on, come on. Mm. <laughs> that's disgusting. Yuck. Okay, this one is also from seven years ago from a deleted user. The first Christmas my now-ex, husband, and I spent together, we decided to buy a real Christmas tree for our apartment. To cut a long story short, it transpired that the tree was covered in tiny black worms that fell out all over our, ri- all over our sitting room floor. In all of my Christmases, I had never seen worms on a tree like that before. It was honestly horrible, and I don't really mind bugs or wormy creatures. We had to get rid of the tree ASAP. It was way too stressful thinking of the worms continually, continuously dropping off the branches onto the floor. Oh my gosh. You know, no, if I saw that, like if I just saw little black worms all over the floor, I'd probably think I was like in a horror movie. I always think I'm like seeing shit. So I'm like, oh my, I'd be like, oh my God, that is not real. That did not just happen. What fucking TV show are we on right now? What movie is this? what movie is this? Is this The Grudge? I mean, I don't know. That's crazy. I would not think that was real. I'd be like, there's no way. Okay, this one is from Silent Heart Song, and it says, the worst I can remember is when I was 10 and I wrote a letter to Santa asking him to help my mom quit smoking. I believe it was around the time that D.A.R.E. started. My mom, of course, read the letter and she took me outside and told me to never bring that up to her again. And that's how I found out there was no Santa. (laughs) Oh, my God. Look, that's kind of fucked up. Like, if I smoked cigarettes and my kid wrote a letter to Santa asking for me to stop, like, I think that was kind of sweet. Like, why would you do that? And now you just ruined it. (laughs) On some other shit, though, do you guys remember Dare. I think I won like there was like a little challenge or something at the end I think I won now and that's funny looking or I think I won back then and that's funny looking back now I had like a dare shirt the officer was like my BFF and now looking back I'm like oh my god bro what a fucking difference 15 years makes (laughs) and thank god for it thank god or whoever's up there I don't know thank them for it though thank you (gasps) that's crazy Okay, this one's posted by Vanessa L. 3000, eight years ago. And she says, you guys are all so serious. I'm here to lighten the mood. When I was about 12, my parents got into a fight at one of those Christmas tree lots. And so it was, quote unquote, decided that there would be no Christmas tree in our house that year. Christmas Eve rolls around and my dad, clearly upset that there is no tree, leaves the house one day around 2 p.m., We all know that he's headed to the bar, no big deal, except it starts to get late. We make ham and all the trimmings, and we wait until about 9 p.m. to eat. 10 p.m., no dad. 11 p.m., no dad. My mom calls the bar to check on when he's coming home. They say that he left a few hours ago. Seriously starting to worry that something horrible had happened to my dad on Christmas, My mom decides to go look for him while my brother, sister, and I try to get some sleep. Around midnight, we hear the garage door open, then a horrible crunching sound. My brother, who at the time is around six, starts yelling, Santa, Santa, and running around the house. Not Santa, just Dad. Dad drags a sad-looking tree into the house. It's dropping pine needles everywhere, branches broken all over it. He tries to set it up in our living room using a stand, but the base is too long. He goes to the garage and gets the rustiest looking handsaw I have ever seen. tries to cut the base proceeds to almost sever two of his fingers. He's rushed to the emergency room by my mom, where he's rushed to the emergency room by my mom, where they are able to reattach his fingers. Wake up on Christmas morning to an almost naked tree propped against the wall and blood everywhere. Or, oh, and that horrible crunch I mentioned. He drove his car into the garage while the tree was trapped to the top, breaking the garage door. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Could you imagine waking up on Christmas morning and maybe your parents didn't, after all this occurred, didn't have a chance to obviously get your fucking presents under the tree. So you wake up and all you see is shits destroyed and blood all over the floor. I would think my family got murdered. (laughs) Like I legit would think something happened. Like we need to call the police or grandma or I don't know, but that's terrifying. At least they were able to reattach his fingers. He'd be so pissed the next day if he drunkenly cut off his fucking fingers and they couldn't reattach him. He would have been so pissed. (laughs) That's wild. I don't think anything that tragic has ever happened to my family on Thanksgiving, thankfully. Thankfully. Okay, this one is 11 years ago from a deleted user. This one was from a former coworker. With Christmas approaching, he was talking to his family and they wanted him to visit for the holiday. He was a bit surprised since they all typically meet up at grandma's. He asked and there was an awkward silence. Apparently grandma died that spring. They didn't tell him because they didn't want to impact his finals. And then I guess they forgot. Awkward. <laughs> that is awkward. What the fuck? I'd fight somebody if my family, if they forgot to tell me my grandma died, I would literally fight them. We'd be at the funeral outside. It'd be a fight funeral. Mm-mm. Forget to tell me my grandma died? No fucking ma'am. That's crazy. That's insane. This one is from Split Ender and it was posted 11 years ago. How about one of my earliest childhood memories? Waking up early Christmas morning and running downstairs to find my parents passed out naked on the living room floor where they apparently had decided to have sex after we all got back from a drunken Christmas Eve at grandma's house. I was horrified and crept back upstairs to lay awake in my bed until I heard noises downstairs. Slowly, I went back downstairs. My mother was putting presents under the tree, thankfully, with a robe on this time. In a raspy, hungover voice, she told me, Go back upstairs. Santa hasn't finished yet. Sadly, that was not the last time I saw my mother naked on Christmas. <laughs> you are traumatized, clearly, because I don't. It should not. It shouldn't be a habit, you seeing your mother naked on Christmas. I don't care, male or female. (laughs) That is weird. That's crazy, though. That is so crazy. Thankfully, she had a robe on the second time, though. Celery Seed posted this 11 years ago. The Thanksgiving stripping incident. Oh, I'm intrigued already. Let's see. Lots of our relatives gather for Thanksgiving. We stuff ourselves silly with food and then often usually play a game together and sit around and talk. One year we decided to play gestures. It's basically like charades. Anyways, my uncle, who has Down syndrome, picked his cards and then proceeded to prepare for his turn. He seemed more confident than usual. Anyway, when the time started, he immediately got down to business, ripped off his shirt, and started unbuttoning his pants. The rest of the family was like, whoa, whoa, slow down there. And suddenly, his pants were bunched around his ankles. My younger cousin, who was about six or seven at the time, with much enthusiasm, points and screams, Oh! Oh! Stripper! Stripper! We still laugh a lot about it, but we've never played that game since. That is so funny. I would literally be crying laughing if somebody in my family did this. I would be crying laughing. You couldn't even be mad. That'd be hysterical. We talk about it every Thanksgiving. (laughs) That is so funny. Your six or seven year old cousin will literally never forget that. That is so funny. That is so funny. Mr. Horrible, 11 years ago, says, this isn't mine, but it happened to my family. My parents were having Thanksgiving dinner with my aunt and uncle and a few others. They were decided for fun. Oh, I don't know why they wrote it like that. They decided for fun that they were going to put a bunch of cannabis into the stuffing. My grandparents unexpectedly showed up. Surprise, They didn't want to tell my grandparents, but they couldn't serve dinner without the stuffing, so they went for it, thinking they wouldn't have too much anyway. My grandmother loved it. She kept asking for more and eventually kicked in, and she started feeling dizzy. So she lay down, and one of the guests, not my family member, dug around in her purse and found some sleeping pills and gave one to her to chill out. She slept for a long time. She ended up fine, of course, but they never told them what happened. That is so funny. (laughs) guys drugged grandma and grandpa I told my dad one year that I was gonna do that that I was gonna like spike the turkey and he got so mad at me because I really think he believed that I was gonna do it but it was just a joke but you guys actually did that shit with the stuffing okay spiked stuffing that sounds good Loki. sounds good I probably just kept making her hungrier and hungrier and she was confused as fuck so she was hungry and slumped that's funny probably slept good as fuck too grandma was sleeping real fucking good I know that Okay, 11 years ago from a deleted user. I was visiting my in-laws for the first time a couple years ago. I had just married their daughter after a whirlwind courtship and we were staying at their house for Christmas. Her parents hardly knew me and I don't think they even liked me much at that point. Her mother popped into the room early one morning while my wife and I were lying on the bed, chatting or whatever it is we were doing. My wife was sensibly lying under the covers. Me, I was lying on top of the covers, naked with a full-on erection. I'll never forget the look on her mother's face. She casually asked me what we wanted for breakfast with this grim look of determination on her face to not break eye contact with me. We stayed on a week after that and her mother suddenly seemed to like me a lot more. As awkward as it was, I guess it was for the best. She also remembered to knock before entering after that. (laughs) I'm sure she fucking did. That is so funny. That is so funny. And then she all of a sudden liked him after that. I'm sure she also liked him very much after that. That would make sense. That would make perfect sense. That would make me mortified. That would make me so I would have not have stayed a week after that, especially if you told your wife about that. I would not have stayed a week after that. I would be like, honey, if I was the wife, I'd be like, honey, we have to go. Right now, I'm feeling awkward. I'm feeling tense. I don't want to be standing in the kitchen with my mom right now. We got to fucking dip. (laughs) That's so awkward. Okay, so Rathlet ten years ago says, Many Easters ago, when my brother was almost five, he shot the priest. See, my baby brother loved to play cowboy. It was one of his favorite things. He'd throw fits if he couldn't bring one of his toy guns with him everywhere. And eventually, my mom just gave up and let him. However, she always made him take a gun that was just a solid chunk of plastic, not one of his little cap guns. Well, mom was singing in the choir that year, and my dad was a minister, and she left it up to my aunt to get us around. My aunt didn't know which guns my brother was allowed to bring, and he was being fussy, so one day she just grabbed one and threw it in the car. So we're sitting there in the front pew, the whole big family, and my brothers on the end. The priest is walking around with a bucket of holy water, which he was sprinkling us with, and my brother is fiddling with his gun. When the priest approaches the pew, he points it at him and pulls the trigger. Only it wasn't a solid piece of plastic, it was a loaded cap gun. The church goes silent, and then bang! The priest drops the bucket of holy water on the floor, which makes another loud bang clutches his heart and staggers backward while people start freaking out because they think that he had just been shot. My brother is crying. My dad just looks like he wants to fucking die. And my sister and I are silent for a bit. Then we realize what happened and started laughing our fucking asses off because we can see that it's a cap gun. The church is in a panic. The cops come. It was a mess. It was also the end of my brother's cowboy phase. I bet they took every single one of those guns away from him as soon as they got home. Your little brother never got to play with a goddamn gun again. (laughs) That I can guarantee. That is so funny. Why did he, like, grab his chest? I feel like that's a little dramatic for a little toy gun. He grabbed it. He was playing into it. He was like, I might as well. You know, I've already dropped the holy water, so let me make it feel like... Let me play my part. Let me really give it the theatrical spin that the little boy maybe wants. (laughs) That is so funny. My grandparents would have beat my ass if I ever did anything like that at church. They would have beat my ass. I would have had it in the fucking parking lot, not even waiting until we got home. Okay, this one is from a deleted user 10 years ago. My mom left a turkey out to defrost the night before a Thanksgiving dinner and family reunion. Come sun up, it was covered in ants. She washed it off, cooked it, and still served it to our in-laws. So my question is, what did your in-laws do? (laughs) Because this is some grimy shit. Like, they must have really did something. Like, because that's spiteful. That is spiteful. That is. I would never do that. I would never do that. I'm, I'm petty. I would never do that. That's crazy. That is crazy. It's just pepper. <laughs> it's just pepper. <laughs> Ten years ago from a deleted user. Both of my parents come from families with 10 plus children. Our holidays have always been dysfunctional. Our holidays have always been dysfunctional as hell. But I'll give you the top three. My uncle gets shitfaced off a of wild turkey on Christmas Eve. He starts airing his grievances against his father you've never let me wear green, I hate your fat fucking beard, and then shouting at all of us kids to shut the fuck up, I'm trying to have a discussion with my dad. My paternal grandfather holding his great-grandchild and then saying, Christ, this one's ugly. The best one was Thanksgiving 2001. My dad was just diagnosed with diabetes, so no delicious pie and treats for him. My uncle makes awesome pies and is a huge troll. He comes over with a pumpkin, apple, cherry, and blueberry pie and says that they're all for my dad. My dad gets pissed because he can't have pie and my uncle just keeps teasing him. My dad asks for the potatoes to be passed to him. My uncle passes him the pie. My dad gets up, walks over to my uncle, and punches him right in the face, breaking his nose. What was his excuse? I was stressing over 9-11 and wanting pie made me goofy. <laughs> You're real goofy. I'm just in a silly, goofy mood. Isn't the TikTok thing? I'm just in a silly, goofy mood. That's funny. That's crazy. That honestly sounds like some shit My the men in my family would do. Like just over some petty bullshit. Just get up and punch each other in the middle of fucking Thanksgiving dinner. Jesus. No, but your fucking grandfather calling the great grandchild ugly. That's fucked grandpa would have had to catch some hands low-key he would have okay guys this is going to be our last reddit comment for today and it is from probably lying also posted 10 years ago when i was quite young we had a family dog she was beautiful sweet and clever i loved her more than i have loved anything in my entire life we got her when i was about two and we grew up together Her crowning moment was when she was about 7 on Thanksgiving Day. She nuzzled open the refrigerator and pulled down the turkey. She then proceeded to have her own feast for quite some time before she was discovered. We had salmon that Thanksgiving. (laughs) Aw, you're a poor sweet dog, sweet baby. That was probably the best day of her life. She was like, damn, this is good as fuck and there's hell of turkey right here. Yes, ma'am. The best thing I ever did. How'd she get open the fucking refrigerator, though? That must have been a smart-ass dog. Well, you said she was clever. You said she was clever. Aww. So cute. Well, guys, I hope that you enjoyed the Reddit stories that I found on this week's thread. I'm definitely going to look for some more for more episodes. And if you guys have any crazy Reddit threads that you want me to read through, I don't even care if they're not holiday related. Just send them to me because I like to read shit. That's what I used to do when I worked at the bank was just sit and read Reddit threads my entire shift. And I found some crazy shit on there. So please send me any that you have. I'd love to hear them. I hope, again, that you guys check out the Instagram, send me some messages, send me some cases. Hey, hey. Everybody pause. If you are listening to this on Apple Podcasts right now, right now, pause, pick up your phone, click on suspect, go to my suspect profile on Apple Podcasts, scroll down. I'll wait. I'll wait just a second. Go ahead. Scroll down. Okay. You see where it says write a review. Click on that. Give me some stars, whatever you think. Hopefully five stars. That's what we're going here for people five stars please five stars only but whatever you think and write me a review tell me what you hate tell me what you like tell me what the podcast means to you whatever you want guys I love reading through the reviews so please go do that it really I say this every week but it really pushes the audience like when you guys go leave a review Apple podcast pushes my podcast and recommends it to other people because you guys are recommending it on the reviews So please take five seconds to go do that. Go check it out. And yeah, I'll give you a shout out. If you fucking leave me a review on Instagram, I promise you I will do that. So please do that for me. (laughs) Make it my Christmas present. We are officially into the month of December. I hope everybody's getting ready for Christmas. We're getting ready for a new year. There's a lot of stuff going on in the next month, guys. So I hope you're all ready for that. I hope that you've gotten in the christmas spirit that's why i played a little michael buble at the beginning baby we got to get ready for the fucking holidays i've been listening to christmas music since august though so i've been jolly i've been jolly jolly old saint nicholas lean you're this way don't you tell a single soul what i'm going to say do you guys remember that song <laughs> send me your favorite christmas song or your favorite christmas movie that's a good one too I feel like I've seen a lot of Christmas movies, but I probably haven't seen all of them. So tell me what your favorite Christmas movie is, what your favorite Christmas song is. Um, Yeah, it hasn't actually snowed here in Colorado this year. So I'm wondering if we're going to have a white Christmas this year. I'm going to jinx myself. Watch it'll snow fucking next week after I said that. But I've been enjoying this nice weather here in Colorado in December. It's still been getting up to 70 degrees and I'm not mad about it. So Maybe even though, maybe because I decided that I was going to stay here for the holidays this year. You know, Mother Nature was just like, we have to give this Florida girl like at least an okay Christmas. Not a white Christmas, an okay Christmas. Like, you know, I'm good with like 60, 70 on Christmas. I don't know. We got 22 days. 22 days. We can make it, Colorado. Just stretch that weather out. Stretch it out. Stretch it out. Thank you guys for listening to today's episode. I hope you liked it and I hope that you guys reach out to me. I love interacting with you and, you know, just getting your opinions on stuff. So until next time, be nice, be understanding, be compassionate and and don't let these men play around with you. <laughs> All right, guys. Bye. Thank you so much. I love you. Share this podcast.